0: Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's, it goes beyond communication, it goes to a relationship. Just
2: drilled them with a right hand, then missed with a wild right,
0: lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Hopkins. This
1: is Austin platform. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex,
0: Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide?
1: Yeah, Digitex does that. D I
0: G I T E X
1: Now, Bob offer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers Six thirty 6 30 Shed.
0: Musical selection there, Brendan, to open up today's show. This is Oilers Now. For those of you that don't know, tonight is the CHL Prospects game, um, and we're going to hook up a little bit later on with Sam Constantino, who's working that one tonight. Basically, every general manager in the league, all our uh, chief amateur scouts are at that event. Love that song. I had the privilege of uh, interviewing Tom Cochran back in November of 2003 when the Heritage Classic... Came Debbinson when the Oilers organization basically uh, started the whole outdoor game deal for the uh, National Hockey League. And Tom Cochran was a huge Oilers fan from uh, the 1980s. And I have been a huge Tom Cochran fan since the early 1980s. uh, Back to his days with Red Rider as well. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Special shout out to all of you who swung by last night at Rogers Place. Um, the majority of you were there, obviously, to see the, the McDavids and the um, Dry Settles. The player that had the most uh, visits for the photo day Zach Cassian. Tells you a lot about the intensity, the passion in this uh, hockey market. It gets illustrated. For those of us that work in the business, on the media side, you know, you you look at the Twitter follows between Edmonton and Calgary-based personalities and it's night and day difference and it's not because we're all better than the guys in Calgary. It's the market speaks volumes and you can translate that in terms of how this show would do against some shows in other markets and we're very competitive. I'm not gloating. I'm just saying we're competitive and a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's just an incredible passion for the Edmonton Oilers hockey club, and it's uh, we've gone through some tough times from an organizational perspective, but there's no debate about it. The Oilers got awesome fans, and that was uh, illustrated once again. I know Jack Michaels and myself both felt uh, the warmth last night from the three or four hundred people that come, came by and uh, got a photo. And Brendan, I'll be honest with you, I got all jacked up I, after the show yesterday. You know, I was fighting it a bit, so. Uh, I don't know if you're supposed to do this or admit to this, but I drank five-eighths of a bottle of Benelin uh, before I uh, made it down to a Roger's place last night. And drove there? Yeah, well, oh, you know, <laughs> my current weight, I, I t- I've talked to, I've got several former Golden Bear players that are in the police force, and I've talked about, okay, what weight, then, anyhow. Uh, so we we gutted it through, it, and we'll, uh, we'll have fun today, and it is going to be a fun show, let me tell you right now. Coming up on today's edition of Orders Now, again, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex uh, e-commerce store. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hugh Porter and Digitex, an Alberta based company. Uh, Hugh uh, grew up in Edmonton, uh, like many of you that would listen to a show called Oilers Now. Uh, his formative years were spent watching the likes of some of the greatest cavalcade of stars we've ever seen. Uh, on today's show, um, we'll talk a bit about uh, sort of the moves Ken Holland made in the offseason. We're going to replay a clip. Uh, from David Staples, David joins us every Wednesday on Oilers Now, and uh, I, I think it's fair to say uh, you monitor Brendan for me, all of the various guests that we have on the show. And David's got quite the following here, doesn't he? I would say so. Suffice to say, he's right up near uh, near the top with Berkey and, and Elliot Friedman. That's uh, not not bad uh, company when you're on with those two guys. And uh, we got Louis. De- Thursdays are a fun fun show. Uh, Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey on Rogers, uh, who. Uh, now, was he at ice level for that? Uh, no, he was doing the game in Vancouver. But well, we'll talk to Louie a bit uh, about uh, the code and, um, you know, maybe expectations. And are we making a mountain out of molehill moving forward? Former Calgary Flames uh, senior executive, multiple times in the NHL as a general manager, and a vice president of hockey operations, now with uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, Brian Burke. Today at 105 for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical, prefabrication, and solar. And at 135, as promised, Sam Constantino, to talk a bit about the prospects. And look, it's my hope. Edmonton is drafting somewhere between 18 to 31st in the first round. That's my hope. Um, That'd be awesome this year. Uh, But still, uh, we're going to keep an eye on things. uh, The... Lafreniere, kid. You know, it's interesting what's happened here, Brendan. Last year, there was so much love for all those players out of the U.S. National Development Program, and Detroit passed on a bunch of guys at six. The Oilers passed on them at eight, and that National Development Program was based 30 minutes from Ken Holland's house. And Detroit and Edmonton went a different route. Detroit went with Morris uh, Cedar, the German-born defenseman. The Oilers went with Philip Broberg, Swedish-born uh, defenseman. And I think we've seen with Jack Hughes, he's okay. But we're not talking a serious, impactful forward as a rookie. I am going to tell you right now, based on what Lafreniere did in the World Junior Championship, ahead of his age group, I like his chances to be fairly impactful in his first season. He's also a late-born player. Now, that said, yes, the Poli looked pretty darn good for Finland as well, and there's obviously been some substantial growing pains. And on a show called Oilers Now that is uh, jointly produced by the Oilers Entertainment Group, allow me to be the first to suggest to you that the Oilers have to have a share of that responsibility of the player not growing and developing the way some other guys did out of that draft year. So, there you have it. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780 496 0063. They're bigger and better, and now 100% smoke free on the main casino floor, River Creek Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. You can uh, text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 496 0063. Ashley Fine floor is strong enough for any mini sticks tournament. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally at Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan with two E's and Escott with two T's. Um, yeah, lots to get to. The orders uh, hit the ice today at about 10.58 officially. I was down there at Rogers Place. Uh, I will tell you that everybody was out there for the skate yesterday. Caleb Jones. Actually, did, we, did Reed end up getting a hold of Caleb Jones last night? Uh, I should have uh, checked into that for you, Brendan. Uh, But uh, Caleb Jones signing a two-year extension, uh, $850,000 cap hit, uh, very affordable third-pairing price, and we'll see how he grows and develops moving forward. Uh, The one thing for Caleb, for me, we, we have some players that have too much confidence for their own good, I'm going to be intrigued to see how Caleb does as he gains more confidence because he has some physical abilities that would suggest that he has a chance to be a player. Uh, And that's uh, I think that contract, based on what I saw in terms of the various different guys that I follow uh, on Twitter, and they're not all – some of them like to take shots at the Oilers all the time – there seemed to be universal approval of sort of that deal. Now, the orders are not going to get Ethan Bear at that rate, but just going to throw this out there right now for you and Ethan Bear. Short term deal makes the most sense, especially with one more year left on each of the deals for Chris Russell and Adam Larson. Uh, Ethan Bear does not have arb rights. So figure out what I'm saying here. Okay? Read between the lines. Um, and In the situation of Ethan Bear, despite the fact that he has been terrific as a top four defenseman, Ken Holland probably has to use the system to his advantage, to the team's advantage on Ethan Bear, Just as in other situations, like, say, Darnell Nurse, you know, he becomes a, a UFA in a couple of years' time here. That's going to work to his advantage on a long-term negotiation. That's just the way it works. That's that's the business. 1215 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. All right, let's get to it. We're into our Oilers Now audio vault where safety meets uh, savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. David Staples was on yesterday.
2: From I'm the, gonna I'm gonna jump in right here, Bob. I'm trying to load the folder that might contain that Caleb Jones audio. Okay. So
0: give me a second while this
2: buffers here, and you can preface
0: it. All right. So we're just gonna go right. How how long do you want to go through? It? A couple minutes in the uh, interview, or did he end up breaking the clips down here? Because uh, that'll work out for us as well. Again, you can text us at any time. On uh, there was one more thing. Actually, you know what I'm gonna do here. We'll do a little bit of. You, you let me know. Give me the thumbs up when we're ready. So that buys you some time. Um. It's interesting, right, with players and relationships and concern. Because, uh, and make no mistake, when you're a broadcaster for an NHL organization, those are those are dream jobs, and I know that. And uh, you know, it's a privilege to come in and talk about hockey. and And there's lots of guys in town that could be sportscasters that aren't in that business, and I know that. But the one thing that helps you, I think, is if you have some empathy. And it's it's, it's interesting with Zach Gausian, and I'll even think of Milan Lucic. Okay. Both those guys have gone through some difficult challenges in their lives. Zach um, lost his father at a very young age, and he overcame uh, substance abuse issues. And he's uh, he's now a father himself, and he's pulled his life together, and he's become a very useful player for the Emmits owners. One, may I add, that his teammates really like and really care about, and I firmly believe is going to get a... Uh, You know, a multi-year contract extension, three or four years, something to that effect. But the guys have a lot of empathy for how far he has grown as a player. And when the Oilers made that trade and traded Ben Scrivens for Zach Cassian a number of years ago, Pete Shirelli made that trade. I remember Zach came up from the farm and we were in San Jose and I was actually having a coffee with Peter in the morning uh, in San Jose at the team hotel. And, um, you know, it was, I don't think anybody believed four years later that Zach Cassian would be playing in the Oilers' top six, and that he would be up for a contract extension. And uh, but he has had to go through a lot in his life, and uh, you know he's raised in a tough part of Windsor, Ontario. Uh, some of you have seen the Michael Moore documentaries. Windsor, Ontario, it's a tough place, and Zach overcame some tough things early in his life, and he's become a pretty useful player. Uh, in Milan's case, he lost his dad in the spring of 2015 Um, you know you wouldn't wish what happened to his father and your worst enemy and uh, you know it didn't go perfect for Milan here in Edmonton either I mean Milan had some challenges he felt a lot of pressure he did not live up to the contract and it's it's challenging at times like for for some people they just want to look at the raw numbers there is a human side in the business as well so it's kind of intriguing right just kind of watching what might potentially happen moving forward and um, the one thing I'd say about Milan Lucic and Zach Cassian is I think they both kind of feel the same way about accountability. You do something to somebody, you got to expect it might be coming back at you. So just keep that in mind moving forward. Um, and, and again, there were it, it was interesting when Lucic was traded the sense I got from the guy, you know, a lot of people just, if you just focused on the numbers and looked at getting Neil back, obviously good trade from Edmonton in turn. I mean, there were, there were a couple guys that were overtly critical of James Neal in the Calgary market when he got traded and they kind of inferred that he was a prior. I'm not sure that really helps anybody in any situation. And the other thing is, you know, believe in none of what you see in about half of what you, or none of what you hear and half of what you see, but we can have empathy for guys. And, um, You know, my hope was that Luce would find a happy place in Calgary and that James Neal would bounce back at Edmonton. So, and I will say, when it comes to Zach Cassie and Milan Luce, Jen, for that matter, James Neal, I think they all think the same way about the game. And I think that uh, 99.4% of the players in the league feel the same way about the game. So if you're out there stirring up the crap and doing the crap on the ice, you, you might have to answer for it. That's kind of how, uh, uh, you know, the game polices itself. But it is interesting when you think of where Kassian and Lucic have come from and the challenges that they've had to overcome because it hasn't been easy for either of the two guys. So I'm going to be really intrigued moving forward to see how everything plays out. This is going to, you know, the Oilers obviously practice today. They practice tomorrow. They get Arizona. It's a big game. And then we have a break. And then the Oilers take on the Calgary Flames twice in three games, and everybody in the hockey world is going to be watching it. So I'm I'm going to be uh, very interested to see how these scenarios play out. But I'm not cheering against Milan Lucic in Calgary. I don't cheer against the Flames. I don't believe in that. Uh, I'd rather see the Calgary Flames make the playoffs than the San Jose Sharks. Sorry, uh, Shark fan that are our show every day. Or the Anaheim Ducks, even though I like Dallas Aikens. Um, Frankly, I, I like Kelly McCrimmon. I wouldn't be disappointed to see Vegas miss it if it meant that Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver could get in, because I think those three markets care way more about their teams with all due respect to San Jose and Vegas at this stage, and I know my man Chisler out of Vegas is going to give me crap for that as well, but I just, it's, uh, don't get me wrong, when Edmonton plays Calgary, I want the Orders to win, but it doesn't mean that you overtly cheer against the team, that there's people that just hate Calgary for the sake of hating it, and... I'll say it once, I'll say it 100 times. If you're a sportscaster and your whole shtick is Calgary sucks, it probably means you got no juice. Probably means you ain't that good. It's kind of like a comedian and all I can tell are fart jokes. Probably aren't that funny. All right, uh, Caleb Jones, you got the scene cute up and ready to go here? What do we got? Yeah, we got three clips here. We'll start with uh, just
2: his comments uh, on Inside Sports last night of signing the deal yesterday.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's it's been something that uh you know, it's kinda of been talked about for about a month or month and a half here and um, you know, it feels good to get it done and you know, kinda of have that uh kinda of pushed to the side now I can just focus on uh hockey and I'm um, trying to you know, trying to get better and, and keep growing with the team here and um, um it's an exciting day for sure.
2: And Bob, if I can just jump right through this here, uh, Jones talking about what his role has been with the organization this year.
1: Yeah, I, I've start off saying I was a little disappointed at the start of the year, obviously to go down. But um, you know, there's I knew there was only kind of one way to get out of there, and you have to play well. And you know, I kind of tried to, to keep a good attitude and um, you know be positive and play well. And I was fortunate enough to get the call and. Uh, it's been exciting. You know, we've kind of had ups and downs here right now. We're, we're on a bit of a streak, so hopefully we can keep that going. But as far as my role, um, I'm just trying to contribute any way I can right now and, and kind of get the coaching staff's trust. And I think I'm I'm doing that right now. And I'm just trying to establish myself as an NHL player. And, um, you know, whatever role I'm given right now, I'm just trying to fill that to the best of my ability
2: and one more here we've got uh, caleb jones talking about what the team and the and the brass wants him to improve upon in order to uh be more impactful in the lineup
1: yeah it's uh it's jim for sure um he's kind of just emphasizing. and they've all been kind of talking about making uh defensive first mindset and that's kind of been a big thing with you know me and, and ethan and the whole decor as a whole is um you know defending hard and, and trying to get the goals against down and the shots against down and um, you know, as a whole, decor. I think we've been doing a good job of that. And me personally, that's something that I had to really work on. You know, down in the American League for the last couple of years to, to try to make myself a legit NHL player. And I think I still continue to grow my game here at this level now. And, and I think I'm rapidly getting better. Um, you know, every day working with Jimmy, and, and I'm already starting to see um, you know some positive you know, signs coming in my game on that side of
0: the puck. That's interesting. Uh, I would suggest to you that you're going to see with the Oilers over the next month or so, once we get up and running back at it, uh, that they will increase the intensity in practice. I uh, try to uh, force the defense to gap uh, up even tighter uh, and maybe increase the, the one-on-one and two-on-two battles to mirror that closer to, to game as well. This has been a gradual process with the coaching staff. They've needed to get to know their players. In Caleb Jones' case, um, yes, he has upside. Five players from last year's team in Bakersfield up right now with the Oilers. Right? Ethan Bear, Caleb Jones, William Laguson. Uh, as well as Yamamoto and Patrick Russell. So realistically, at this stage, Bear top four, and Yamamoto in the top two lines, those are the two guys that are in critical areas. More of a support role for Laguson, who's likely going to be headed down to the Miners um, even as early as Sunday uh, to help out Bakersfield, because Benning's going to get activated when we come back out of the break. But you know, there's some growth there, and there needs to continue to be some growth as well. Let's do this. Can we uh, – that was our, our Direct Workwear Orders Now Audio Vault, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Straight into NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Come out and support the Quick Card Edmonton Minor Hockey Week catch a game at arenas throughout Edmonton, now through the 19th. Help cheer on our local hockey players, probably supported by elite promotional marketing. Your local branded merchandise specials. There's a lot of games tonight. Here's Brendan Escott. 13 of them, in fact, including the Flames battling
2: Toronto. In Toronto, Montreal visits Philly, Ottawa hosts Vegas, and Vancouver entertains Arizona in a big divisional matchup. We've talked about it now. The Oilers signing defenseman Caleb Jones to a two-year contract extension that's an average annual value of 800 800- Fifty thousand dollars. The 22-year-old has nine points in 40 career NHL contests. Everybody on waivers cleared yesterday. Nobody placed on today. Bakersfield Condors welcome Colorado to home ice tomorrow night. San Diego on Saturday. First place Edmonton Oil Kings host the Prince Albert Raiders tomorrow, and the U of A Golden Bears home to the Lethbridge Pronghorns for a pair of games this weekend, Friday and Saturday at the Claire
0: Drake. 12:26. Edmonton will head off to Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, when we come back, in Oilers now. Louis DeBras from NHL Hockey on Rogers.
1: Oilers Now
2: with Bob Stauffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.